what is up everybody happy wednesday and i want to welcome you to tournament basics with me lance mccorder and in the background i've got professional fish head himself mr justin kimmel you guys know him from the bass university seven times bfl winner and one of the things that i'm really looking forward to learning a little bit more about tonight co-angler of the year correct I don't think I ever won a co-angler of the year. I won the All-American co-angler. All-American. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. I won team yeah. championships angler of the year, team angler of the years, but never That's did get a, uh, a co-angler angler of the year. I went after it one time, but it came up short. Oh, man. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, welcome to Kayak Land. It's, uh, it's kind of cool getting to talk to you, getting to have you on here. Um, I know myself, I know a lot of people have spent a lot of time, many, many hours watching you on the Bass University. Um, and I, you know, my show doesn't have anything to do with the Bass University, obviously. Um, I'm the super newbie guy, but I want to make this kind of a commercial about it and you and what's going on. Because one of the things that I want to help people do is learn to fish, learn to tournament fish. So I think that the, the Bass U everything you and the crew are doing over there is absolutely um, a fundamental part of learning how to tournament fish, learning how to just fish on a level that allow you to go to a tournament. So um, before we dive into everything, um, kick it off. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, uh, just with the bash you thing, man, we, that's what we're passionate about. We exist to help people catch more and bigger bass. First and foremost, we have a lot of tournament guys from the beginning tournament guy to some Bassmaster Classic champions who are avid Bass U TV users. You know, we, we exist for everybody on that spectrum. Um, that's that's why we do what we do. We just happen to do it through seminars and on-water training videos and live shows and interviews and trying to pull out the best education. And um, we, we focus on education and education. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's our way to help grow the sport. And it's been it's been amazing for me to be a part um, of growing this thing. You know, I've been with the company over six and a half years now. Um, and, uh, you know, back when we were just kicking it off as far as Bash TV goes, the Bash University seminars had been filmed for a good decade or so before. We right. TV. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just th so thrilled to be a part of building something that will leave its mark on on the bass fishing community forever you know for me that's such a that's such a cool thing that's bigger than any tournament i could ever win in in my opinion because the work that i've been a part of no matter what forever will have helped thousands and thousands of people grow to love the sport just as much as i do and uh it's this it's my passion it's what i wanted to get into um and as fate would have it i i was able to meet uh mike iconelli back in 2014 or so um and we hit it off and he 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 felt like i, I could be a good fit to help grow this thing and i'm so thankful that he did and um you know we we've we've worked hard and we just we just stay stay after it you know trying to trying to keep our ear to the ground. The list of things that we have not done is, is long, you know, oh, yeah. it's unending. It, that yeah. makes it fun <laughs> to keep coming back to work every day. 
Yeah. And, and that's what makes it one of those, um, one of those subscriptions that I will never, I'll never be without it. You know, it's, um, I think, I think it's one of those, uh, portals that just allows you to deep dive into whatever mood you're in. Like, uh, uh, one of, one of my favorite guys to fish with, uh, Jamie commented out here. He says, I can't believe you're still going. Thanks again to catering our meal today. Everyone was still talking about the food at five and we left. And he said, we need a kayak, a uh, bass kayak university. And I, I agree. And then that's, that's something we'll dive into a little bit here, uh, here later, Jamie. But, uh, you know, the segue into this was kind of, was kind of Ike, you know, it's like, um, he really jumped into the kayak world and, mm -hmm. uh, he loves kayak. He loves it. Kayak. Yeah. I mean, he is just really, he's not playing. He's not, you know, he's not pre-fishing in boats. He's not, you know, dropping waypoints. He's not doing anything but what we would do. You know, um, he has got out there. He has pedaled his absolute ass off and he's gotten and learned the limitations of that craft, learned the limitations of the tackle he can take with him learn the limitations of not, you know, being able to, to break dance on the, on the bow of a three, you know, a Hobie 360. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but he's still Ike, you know, it's like he is coming through with that same force, that same intensity, which is one of the things that, um, you know, of course draws you to him as an angler. It's, it's when you watch Ike fish, it's like watching, it's like going fishing with a, with a, I don't want to say with a kid, but it's, you know, that it's that same, um, genuine love of what he's doing, you know, and like a lot of people think that, that he's over the top and it, it, but it's just that that's him, you know, that's the guy, he's, Hey man, everything you see is absolute genuine. Yeah. And, and it's for that to cross over to kayak land, you know, it, it's, it's been kind of, he's been kind of hinting at it for a while, you know, um, and it's finally becoming a reality. And, and I, you know, I don't want to say it's like a real super kind of fanboyish kind of thing with a lot of the diehard kayak guys, because it's really not as a lot of them are kind of, I don't want to see a lot of resent or resentful about it, but there's, there's some resentment out there that the big boat guy comes in and gets all the, you know, all the, all the, all the camera time, but I'm kind of like, dude, dude deserves it, man. Um, and what kind of light is he shining on this new and blossoming professional sport? That is yeah, kayak here, here's why kayak fishing wants Mike Iconelli. Mike Iconelli has single-handedly grown and impacted the sport of bass fishing, not just tournament world, not just bass boat world, kayak fish from, from bank fishing at just the sport of mm -hmm. bass fishing in general. He has single-handedly impacted it more than any individual that I personally know. Yeah. And I, that's a, bold I would agree. Statement. I mean, coming from somebody that grew up but, watching Jimmy Houston and Bill dance and, and, um, um, the recreational fishing guides that, you know, we're, I mean, are pros in their own right, but for the last 20 plus years, it's like, man, like it's, it's just the guy, the guy has been a powerhouse and, uh, he, he's just turned in, like I said, to this beacon that's in the kayak world. And it's right when kayak fishing is on the cusp of becoming a viable professional sport for everyone that wants to get out there. Uh, it's the whole basis for this show is somebody that's um, <laughs> Robert, you're old dude. He comes, he's like, dude, you're old. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm old, man. It hurts. <clears throat> I'm going on like an hour sleep right now, man. And I got in my truck last night while I was cooking barbecue and drinking beer all night. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's really right on the cusp of becoming a truly 
professional sport. Like you can literally get, you know, a couple hundred dudes and gals. And, and because that was, I'll get into another segment when we talk about the co-angling thing later, uh, because there's a ton of incredible gal anglers in the back world. Um, but it's becoming to where, you know, we can take a couple hundred of us and, and make a living out of it, you know, and that is when you know that the sport is ready. When you see Ike start cashing checks and holding up trophies, it's time. You know, we are here. We are there. If, if, if you're not ready, get ready. And that's why I wanted to start the show. I mean, it's, it's, it's baby phases, baby steps. I'm new. This is new. We're just starting. So I want this to be. Um, you know, I just got it all going up on the podcast things this week. So I want it to be, I don't know, recorded for, <laughs> for posterity or posterity or whatever, but just knowing that these conversations are taking place and knowing that people are going out and they're learning these things in this time, you know, so it's, a uh, um, we, we talked briefly about it, um, and I want to kind of take it into, and, and I know that, that I don't know what you can release or what you can't say or whatever, or, or hint at. But um, Kayak Bass University, man, we gonna see anything? I think Bass University has a. Uh, I think we have um, a responsibility to go there. You know, we just we just did some bank fishing seminars with mm-hmm. Ike, um, which which we've done some before. We've done some fishing. Some, you know, it's become so big that I've always felt like Bass University. If you start with the top and you hire the best anglers in the world and you have a teaching style like we do that's so uniquely targeting guys who don't know how to tie a palomar knot all the way to pros sitting in on other pros classes um you know that's that's kind of where we were i I always kind of felt like anybody no matter what where they were fishing could understand like hey i can get something out of this so on one hand every kayak angler on the planet can get, can get something out of us. All of our customers aren't fishing bass boat derbies and fishing out of the bass boat. In fact, a lot of our customers are just starting at it or just bank fishermen. They go Mm -hmm. on the weekends in a John boat. Um, but I went kayak fishing. Obviously Ike's just taking a big, big dive into it. The first five fish I missed, because I did not realize that you had to set the hook differently. I didn't realize your, your equipment needed to be so different. So like, I don't need, um, and I don't mean this to sound any way, like I don't want like any extra stuff we already have. Mm-hmm. What I want to uncover is all the stuff. And I, and dude, we, there's probably hundreds of videos to make on the differences (laughs) let's help let's let's go and and now we're getting big enough to where we can start doing that Mm -hmm. you know you got to lay a foundation when you're building a platform like education you know you start with the the basic stuff or the the foundational stuff to get people catching fish you know and then we got to 100 videos and now this year we'll go over a thousand videos you (laughs) you guys are laying it and that's just my the where i geek out the most is is finding a way to make what's old new again and Mm -hmm. you know and vice versa you know and and taking taking conversations and understanding that hey 
Aaron Martins has a majorly different outlook on how to handle flipping heavy cover mm-hmm. than Greg Hackney. Yeah, totally. I yeah. want both <laughs> of those. Yeah. Opinions, you know, because we find ourselves in bass fishing. It's not science. It's more art. Mm-hmm. It's more art than science. You know, Absolutely. Pete says that all the time, but at the and end it's of the constantly day, changing art. It's reactive art. Yeah. Yeah. There's different, there's different ways to go about things and the more perspectives that you can get. Like if I was, somebody is asking me, Justin, where do I start with this one technique? Say, say punching, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you six or seven videos to get six or seven different unique perspectives. Right. And we have that now, you know, and you'll see the things that you'll start to see things that are similar and some opinions and some tips that are similar, but then you'll start to see some differences and you'll find out, you'll start to figure out what kind of angler you are and where, where you might, you know, get, get the most out of those lessons. Right. The same thing, you know, back to the kayak thing. You know, that my first day on the water in a kayak um, taught me that there is a lot of just information that uh, that, quite frankly, we need to get involved in. And uh, Mm -hmm. and and the the time's coming. I can't guarantee anything, but it's let's just say it's on the it's on the short list for sure. And uh, like uh it, it's like what uh, Robert said down here in the comments. He's like, I agree there's adjustment, but his struggle was stability, gear positioning, center of gravity, et cetera, things like that. Yeah. And and that is definitely, you know, the challenges and, and, and what makes for maybe that that separate topic. Um, like you said, the way the way that Greg Greg Hackney, you know, punches grass. It's that's my yeah. absolute ten thousand percent favorite way to, to to catch fish in a kayak completely different than on a boat i mean completely different if you if you flub it like you're going swimming you know and it and if you're not super kind of stable and you're not feeling like a ninja like you want to you know be swinging an ounce and a half you know (laughs) when i um standing up and you're sitting down man it's completely different um i know that uh there's some people out there that are shooting some really good videos uh catch um our our sponsor is shooting some great videos on on the actual scoring process, like the actual, uh, right. your pictures. I'm doing some of those videos too. Um, I know I'm getting ready to start a series, uh, with one of my, one of my sponsors, uh, PowerPole. Um, I'm going to start doing a series of videos. That's really instructional with utilizing power poles in ways that are completely different than you'd use them for a boat, you know, just because we're, we're positioning ourselves with current, with draft, with, um, with, a bow mounted trolling motor, you know, like kind of setting ourselves sideways, things like that. Um, so I think one of the weird things that it's going to be to, to overcome that I, that I'm seeing so far is, is logistics and trying to film that in a manner that gets the point across and makes it viewable for whoever's consuming the, the video, you know, so it's, we can't have a cameraman on my kayak with me, you know, so it's like, you know, how do we do it? Do we do it with boats? Do we do it with other kayaks? Do we do it with shore-based? Like, I've kind of had a lot of luck with some shore-based cameras. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of like the sky's the limit. And it's uh, it just really seems like, I, I mean, I just get the feeling that it's going to be you guys. Like, you guys are just going to come out with it just because it's, I don't know, you guys got the juice there, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, and there's, there's, you know, you'll, you'll find it on other platforms. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. You know, the one unique thing about us um, that is unlike most other entities. There's a few people who, who do it. Um, you know, Gene Jensen, Flute Master, being one, but uh, staying in that just education line. We that's a hundred percent of our company's efforts are in the education lane, you know? So that's, uh, that's what we do. And it's, it's, it, like I said, it's on the short list. I, I could see it coming here, here pretty soon. Man, that's awesome. The, uh, all right. I want to, I want to skip back. We'll get some kayak stuff again here in a little bit. And, uh, Blackbeard's asking if we're going to do the uh, catchboard giveaway tonight. Yes, absolutely. We're going to do a catchboard giveaway. Um, it's gotta be the good question. A stupid question. It's got to be a good, good question. Yeah. So, uh, um, all right. There is a kayak angler that is very, very well known in the kayak circles. Um, she's beginning to get well known in a ton of other circles. You know, uh, glitter boats, uh, um, per, uh, PWC tourneys, um, saltwater. I mean, she's getting out there, and she always has incredible content. Her YouTube channel is just straight fire. Um, I've had the, the the pleasure of getting to meet her a couple of times on the Hobie BOS tour and on the KBF tour. Uh, but Christine Fisher, um, she actually went and signed up for a uh, I want to say it was a Bass Open series. Yeah, I saw uh, it as 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 a as a as a, a co angler. Yeah. So that's one of the things that it's like. Uh, I don't remember how I, I, I think I tripped across your, your, your Instagram page off of, I think it was the, the Lee Livesey and the, uh, and, uh, um, uh, the, the Caleb, um, Summerall event that you guys kind of did where you were fishing together. And then I was like, I was like, oh, no, I know this guy was, oh, he's the, that's the past you guy, you know? And then I just see on there, it says, you know, co-angler and all this. And I was like, oh man, perfect. I've been wanting to have this conversation because I really think that, an important part of being a great kayak angler is being a great angler. So why not, if we're out there fishing all these derbies, we're out there traveling around, we're out there doing this. Why not take the opportunity that exists to go check out how the boat guys do it? Yeah. We got Ike coming out and doing the, you know, uh, the kayak thing. Um, I, I was talking to John Cruz yesterday and I was like, yo man, let me get you in a kayak, you know? And he was like, uh, um he's like no man i'm so busy you know <laughs> and he is so i'll forgive him for that one, day a year. yeah 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 and uh so you know christine really had this great event and and i i think it's kind of this this bridging the gap between the glitter boat guys and the kayak guys because hey guess what we're not going anywhere you know when you round the bend you're gonna see us fishing our our tournaments on the same days that you're fishing you know yours and i want to figure out how we all work together, you know, and how do we all respect each other and not go, Hey, I got more lug nuts on my truck. I'm just going to run over you, you know, like, uh, and you know, kayak guys too. I'm not going to take too much time to ramp, you know, I've, we, you know, I've run into, I haven't really run into the the kayakers yet. I know a lot of people who have, Mm -hmm. and it's always the man. I cannot wait to get to this spot, but we passed off well after safe light. Mm-hmm. You know, they hold us until, you know, yeah. 30. And by the time, you yeah, know, we're already in it. <laughs> to this magic tree, this kayaker's already mm-hmm. bought his limit for the day because yeah. you got 
get to go out so early and stuff. So that that's the uh, that's those are the only few, and I've only heard a few of those, but those are the only few stories where you know guys guys out there fishing you know his his trail and then never even thinks that hey there's a kayak event this weekend right and not get this yeah so there is that there is definitely that collide but there's also i'm sure there's the times where kayakers trying to get a stretch he's got a 300 yard stretch or 200 Mm -hmm. yard stretch and here comes the blast off in the morning yeah you know tips up right in front of you get cut off and yeah i you know i've had I don't know. I, I guess, uh, you know, spending as long as I did in Iraq driving around in bad places, um, I'm I'm a pretty aggressive driver. You know, I'm, I'm a very aggressive driver. You know, my wife would say I'm a psychotic driver. But uh, in a kayak, like, I will get out there and I'll, I'll hold my space. If I feel like I'm being infringed on, I'll be like, you know, yo, dude, what up, really? Um, yeah. But I find, like, usually if you kind of position yourself like you know what you're doing and like you're confident that people in a boat that are on a tournament that are confident and know what they're doing, they go, oh, you know, this guy's probably in a tournament, too. Maybe I'll ask. Maybe I'll say something. Whenever I'm an attorney and I'm passing a boat, man, I'll be like, um, hey, which way are you guys going? Mind if I go this way? Mind if I go that way? You know, you yeah. guys in a tournament? You know, that's yeah, the way. Fine. you know, <laughs> we had a. Uh, that's what bass boat guys lack with each other so much. Mm-hmm. Right now. We had a good conversation that I'll release on uh, Bass U TV here in the near future. But we sat down with Gerald Swindle and just talked about tournament etiquette. Yeah, he had and a good video on that a while back. Yeah, that was really good. It's is so key. But, you know, there's there's a lot of guys coming up that they just don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's, it's and like you can just go from zero to mad. Yeah. You can't pull up on people within casting distance without saying a word and just start casting to the same dot. Yeah. You know, yeah, like totally. that's, just, <laughs> that's not cool, man. You yeah. Know? We had, well, well, uh, like G man put out that video when he was talking about, you know, just being cool, just yeah. being a good person, you know, like, uh, um, and I left a, a pretty lengthy comment on it. It's I was fishing a, a KBF tournament day two i'd done really well the first day um i was sitting in the top 10 and i was had worked my way around this point it was windy you know like 20 mile an hour winds it was a fight you know and i got right back to this little uh cut with a bunch of buck brush and it kind of narrowed down one of this glorious little you know little back pocket and right as soon as of course as soon as i get 100 yards from where it necks down this boat pulls in life jackets flying off full of motors going down you know and uh you know and i was just like oh dude these guys are running right up in there and uh i just said hey man how are you guys doing oh pretty good you know oh hey you know i'm out here fishing a tournament oh really how are you doing i did really good yesterday i got a, I'm, look, I'm looking good for today and they're like oh dude you take it you know and they literally pulled the trolling motor up turned around idled right out of there you know it's like it's like i i want a lot of people to really just learn to talk and communicate and not get mad not go into it um with that confrontational uh you know like automatic confrontation mode you know yeah uh i mean hold your own but <laughs> you know don't be don't just be set up in that way because at the end of the day we all just want to catch five good ones you know so help each other out you know yeah yeah, I think there's a there's a respect too among tournament fishermen, at least like uh, 
every now and then you'll start to just every now and then like I've had like a BFL that might some somehow it overlapped a professional trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just BFLs a one day deal or like an ABA that does that or a team tournament that does that. I usually, I, I don't think that I've, I've competed in just, but maybe one where it's done that. But man, if I saw one of those elite guys out there, I don't even, I'm backing off. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. When somebody's truly out there fishing for their, you know, bills to be paid. Like I'm, I'm not that guy. Yeah. You yeah. I, I would never feel the need to even it's roll the same like, water with those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and, and I think I feel the same way too. Like if there was a kayak championship event, one of those crazy ones where y'all are fishing for, you know, big, big money, like, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm just fishing old team derby or something. Then yeah, yeah I, I think there's a, I mean, I'd like to think that there'd be a little bit of a right away thing and, you, you know, some people will, will act that way and some people won't. But the best thing on the water is just communicate, no yeah. matter what kind of boat you're in. You know, well, I pull up and fish a dock that has somebody standing on it fishing. Right. Or, yeah, it's like if, if I'm if I'm rolling into a set of docks or something like that and I see, I mean, you can see the boat guys. You can see the kayak guys. We all see each other. It's like just take a second and kind of go, which way are they working? Like use a little common sense, kind of watch where they're going. Just sit back for a second and just – you know, kind of get in, you know, and if, and if it's questionable, just ask, you know, Hey man, you guys going this way, going that way. Okay, cool. Well, I'll go this way. Just wanted to check. Didn't want to step on you. Um, but yeah, the, uh, um, segue from that was the co-angler thing. Um, yeah. co-anglers. So I think that this is a really cool way for, you know, like kayakers and boaters to get to know each other. Um, kayakers are really used to working with tough water like um the back of the boat you know like it's uh sometimes you're just stuck with some water that you ain't really working that well or it's a little tough or it's not the front of the boat so to speak mm-hmm. and um, you can't go 30 miles during exactly the yeah you yeah. don't have that choice you're stuck with the water that you you know unless, unless you want to pull out of the water and put it on the truck um and road runner it around the lake you're kind of stuck with it so i was sitting there thinking after christine did it i was like what a great way to go out and learn to fish and then i started researching it um, and it's not, I mean, comparable to a kayak derb, it's like, it's not that much more money, you know I mean? It's like, and you get to go out there, link up, you know, go meet with some guys. Um, there's, you know, I started researching around, there's Facebook groups out there, you know, um, where you can, you know, meet, meet the boaters, meet the other guys that are co-angling, um, kind of line everything up and just, and go out and have a great weekend and, you know, in like a, in, in like a bass open series tour or something like that, you know, when, uh, what would be what would you say to somebody maybe wanting to look at at picking up because i'm thinking like maybe you know picking up two or three um you know just co-angling spots next year just because i think it'd be a good experience and i mean you get to be on the back of the boat and watch a guy work and you know some i think there's some good lessons that could be learned there absolutely i'd say you know for learning how guys fish tournaments and make decisions it's great for that too. You, you might pick up some new techniques. Um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed the competition aspect of it too. You know, you typically didn't need as much weight as the boater side. There was those outliers where that mm-hmm. would happen every now and then. Um, but you typically didn't and keepers were gold a lot of times, you know, just to catch your five and you'd be in the, you know, you're in the, you're in the money, you know, mm-hmm. so if you catch a little bit, you're, 
you're you're gonna hopefully pay for it for it so right um but uh you know i would i would recommend you fish as high as of a level as you can you know the higher levels that you can go which right now you you know there are no more professional trails that do the co-angler thing so Mm -hmm. it's the toyota series and it's the bassmaster opens Mm -hmm. Uh, well i say the toyota series and and but uh the bfls are a great great you know ground too and honestly um I mean, the, the, the All-American, I think, I guess, is the highest paying event out there right now. Um, so the, technically, you know, the trail to that, it's so hard to get to the All-American, though. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. I, I think I spent ooh, five or six or seven years with the sole focus of trying to get to an All-American, and I only got to two. And one year I missed by one ounce. I got a seventh wow. place finish in a regional and I was short by an ounce of the top six spot that go. So it's just really hard. There's a lot of factors you can't control to, to go at it with just a full competition mode. There will be years where you might be fishing so good and you just have a bad year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not necessarily you got bad draws. Sometimes that happens. I, I don't believe in a lot of bad draws. I think a bad draw, a bad boat draw is a rare occurrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't want to necessarily go go down that path. I think I've talked about that on Bash U before mm-hmm. in some of our co-angler shows. But, you know, I think, you know, if you want to do the multi-day thing, the, the Opens offer offer that, and so, so does the, the Toyota Series. Mm-hmm. And the BFLs is great for the working guy who, you know, that might be a good thing too because I, I know guys who have, who are doing both the co-angler and the kayak thing, and they'll double up one weekend. They'll – fish co-angler event on Saturday and on Sunday they're fishing a kayak kayak derby, which is pretty cool. Um, so, and sometimes not even at the same lake, but, uh, but yeah, I'd I'd say, uh, you know, the BFLs just worked for me. They fit Mm -hmm. my schedule with my family, wife and kids. And, uh, it was always fun to get to try and qualify for a regional. So you'd get that one tournament where you spend, you know, a couple days of practice and you get that full week experience, you know, and that, and that really would be it, you know, but. Now, how, how does, how does one say, uh, Joe Blow, whoever's watching, what could you, could you like briefly, like kind of guide them through the steps of how to, how to get there? Like how to, uh, how to register, like, yeah. like, where do you go? What do you look at? So if you're going to do a BFL, go to majorleaguefishing.com and you go, um, go to circuits, I think up at the top, cause they have different trails, you know, from the BPT to the tech warehouse pro circuit. And you just go down and, and select Phoenix, um, uh, uh, bass fishing league or BFL. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there should be right, right at the top bar. There should be a way to register. Um, you can also call the major league fishing office. I usually just called and say, Hey, I want to get into this BFL, you know, and just pay over the phone. Um, right but uh you have to be a member same thing with bass you know Mm -hmm. bass your only option really is the opens they did away with their weekend series right um you could you know and and i check your local stuff too like how many boats are some of these trails getting because i know the abas they do um co-anglers but in in my region they just don't get a lot of participation Mm -hmm. from the co-angler crowd for them so i that's why i always did i always wanted to go where the most participation was 
you know, highest yeah. paying. Well, and that would make sense. It, it, like you said earlier, it's it's like just go fish the level that you want to fish. You know, it's like um, that was that was a huge factor in me deciding to go. You know, chase some of the the, the nationals this year. It's it's uh, my my first year really fishing a whole season, and people are like, I don't know, can you can you go fish like the pro level stuff the national stuff yeah dude just load yeah. up your truck and go do it you know yeah. well, are you ready no absolutely not uh, I'm, a, I'm literally a thousand percent not ready you know but what better way to learn you know just you know yeah. get thrown in the pool <laughs> yeah, sure man and i i'd say you know somebody like you that that's a great option doing some co-angler events while you're trying to learn tournament bass fishing tournament strategies aren't always going to be very similar you know, mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes our, our world's going to collide, but, um, you know, the beauty about, uh, you know, sometimes there are certain lakes, there's a lot of lakes like this, honestly, where kayakers have the opportunity to catch a bag that a bass boat guy just is not going to be able to get to. Right. Because there are that many good quality fish in certain situations in lakes all over this country where they get away from us mm -hmm. you can't get to them but the kayak guy can yeah you know and we, they like, i think we're used to picking them out yeah yeah so it's uh you know that's that's the cool thing i've always felt like every time i got in a kayak you just like the fish just don't know you're there mm -hmm. you know it's like they just it's like man why don't they always bite good when i'm in a kayak why do we get so why do i get so much closer to deer when i'm you know in bow season you know like nobody's out there yeah it's uh yeah it's stealthy it's it's uh i mean we can get we can get in backwaters we can lay all our rods down and go crawling back through nasty stuff you know um one of my really good wins of this year was it was so thick of grass that you know, nobody could get back there. So I just pulled up my trolling motor that I have on my kayak, pulled up my pedal drive and just grabbed the paddle and just dug through, you know, a half mile of just solid surface level hydrilla to get to these pockets that I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. um, it's getting, it's being able to get back there and get into it. And I think that, you know, like, like we're kind of touching on earlier was, and, and I want to kind of delve a little bit more into gear and stuff. Um, it seems to me like that would leave us a little better poised to really work that water over a little better than maybe some guys that are used to, you know, fishing out of the boats. Um, yeah. So, uh, so gear wise, um, how many rods? I mean, obviously life jacket, you got a tackle bag, like what kind of stuff are you taking with you as a co-angler? As a co-angler? Yeah, I know a lot. I've, in fact, guys who have been getting in my boat since I've switched to the boater side, they're bringing mm -hmm. four or five rods. I brought six or seven. I, I mm -hmm. did, you know? Um, you know, I'd always ask if I could bring that many. And um, there was a couple times where I drew out like a buddy of mine, you know, locally or something. And he didn't care if I, if I would even bring eight, you know, but that that's getting to be a lot, you know, if you, you just don't want to get in the way. Mm -hmm. You want to leave a clean path in the middle of the boat, you know, so right. you don't a lot of your stuff bleeding over past the edge of your seat. Cause mm -hmm. that's his small little lane to get up to the front and for you and him to get to the net, to net each other's fish. Um, but for the co-angler deal, you know, I've always, you know, talked about, 
uh, bringing six or seven rods. And then, you know, I, I like a, a lot of times I'll bring like a tackle bag. Um, I love the Ike backpack. Mm-hmm. I can stick, I can stick like two um, containers, big plastic containers. One I put all, all my hard baits in, and the other one I put all my like jigs and wire baits, chatter baits and stuff mm-hmm. in, spinner baits. And then I have a bag for you know a small little thing in the side where where there's terminal, and then another thing with all my plastics. And a lot of times missile came out with those missile bags. Mm-hmm. I love those awesome. events. I showed up to one team tournament with just four missile bags. One of them had like pouches of ta- terminal tackle and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I had one plastic thing for like all my just baits, you know, but it was a tournament where I felt like I was going to be fishing a lot of finesse stuff. And so I brought a mm-hmm. lot of plastics and um, stuff, but yeah, I'll, I'll be able to stick like three or four jam packed full and I'll, I'll sort my plastics, you know, straight tails, some kind of action tails, crawls and bugs and, mm-hmm. you know, anything, something else, you know, and I've always been, uh, been good about, about keeping that there was one time i don't know if i should take the time to tell this story or not but still american i i went out and all of a sudden i get in there and um i drew out todd goat on the final day he had me fit all over fish in the morning and i wasted the first hour i had zero fish after the first hour and he had five and i could not catch him but i i had a specific color bomb shot that I really like to use in the low light. And that was pink belly. Um, and, and I, I really didn't even want to say that just then, but I was like, well, I already said it in the article and they sold out of them after that thing. But, oh man, that's awesome. But it's a, it's a, just a little drop shot bait bomb shot um, that I wanted to use in the, in the low light. And I went an hour, I could not find it. So yeah. I was using, I was using a morning dawn robo worm and bouncing back to the morning dawn or whatever it's called, uh, cherry blossom, whatever the pinkish one, pinkalicious maybe. Pinkalicious in the bomb yeah. shot, yeah. Bomb shots are ridiculous, man. Like they just want to eat it. Like well, and the scary thing it. about the bomb shot is like, especially in pinkalicious, is like when you go to Missile's website mm-hmm. and uh, you go looking at soft baits and like you click on bomb shot, like. Pinkalicious, like it pops up as like the the picture for that group, and it looks like look it looks like a wish ad, yeah. like one. It like it looks kind of like you're like, whoa, what's that? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I got you. The uh, but that little bait is uh, I mean, even even down here in the south, yeah. we are kind of flipping it up against stuff. It's yeah, nasty little thing, man. That's a man. That's and that's the thing. Like I just they I knew I wanted this color. But mm-hmm. I kept looking in my missile bag that for the drop shot worms that I had for that day, I couldn't find them. And yeah. I let an hour go by, and I'm sitting there, and I'm getting my butt kicked. And by the time he called his first time, um, I was like, man, you have got, like, surely you did not. Like, I know for a fact I put them somewhere. <laughs> and I finally, after an hour, checked my other bags, and they're in there with, like, the, you know yeah, the wrong stuff the wrong stuff yeah that's <laughs> that's me and I'm like, like, but the thing uh, is, it was a cloudy deal like i'm i'm dead serious it was a cloudy deal so i reach in there and this is at hartwell 
And I, I pick it up and I'm looking and I'm like, man, we don't have much time until the sun's going to come out and be a bright sunny day. Yeah. But it was really cloudy that morning for about an hour. And Hartwell, Hartwell changes. That was my farthest trip this year for a national, for a pro tourney. And that yeah. was, that lake is like, like you were saying, you know, it's like yeah, drops, something drops, changes. Drops, it is. Matter on the south end with the clear water, you're going to, it's light penetration, such a huge deal with choosing colors in my opinion. And so, mm. I, I put pink belly on, throw over there, catch one almost three pounds, like on my second pitch. And and that got my juices going. But then the sun came out and I couldn't get bit on it anymore. And I just went to the, you know, the sunny sunny day stuff and, and was thankful to for that one to go my way. But it cost me an hour, dang it. But wow. I, I will say all rewind it all the way back. Those missile bags are are quality stuff. They only like a a buck or two or something. Yeah. yeah, they're not bad. And and I mean, they're, they're small enough that you can really keep a, a, a yeah. several of them in your bag. Like I said, I can get two big plastic mm -hmm. things uh, for my baits, a Ike Quotient series for my terminal, and then the, uh, the like, four missile bags stuffed with uh, soft plastics all in that Ike backpack from yeah. Lambo. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. that that's because uh, that, that was kind of my biggest thing is I'm sitting there going, all right. I'm already used to dialing down with minimal gear for the kayak anyways. You know, I used to be a boat guy. I used to fish out of boats. So it's like, I remember taking all those boxes and trying to condense. Um, all right, here's where I'll, I'll, I'll dodge this back into a, uh, into a Bass U, uh, segue again. Um, Ike, uh, has, if you guys haven't watched it, watch it. Well, you know what? Don't watch it. Um, don't watch this video. Um, What's in your panic box? Because that's one of the best videos that I've yeah. ever seen in my life is your panic box. So as a co-angler, um, wh what do you got? Um, maybe a, a north version and a south version. Okay, yeah, north version, south version. So south version, um, shaky head. So I'm going to have some of my shaky heads, my favorite one, you know. Um, what, what kind of weights? Uh, if, I'm, if I'm panicking, I'm going to go light. I'm going to mm -hmm. go light, uh, three sixteenths, you know, maybe an eighth and just go, go that light and be, that's, that's going to be for the shaky head. Um, and then maybe a, some drop shot stuff, like going light again, like a three sixteenths or, or, a or a quarter, um, and some drop shot hooks I'm trying to think of a box this big that I mm -hmm. can, yeah. um, definitely a, like a small crankbait, like uh, the Fritz like, side Junior, like, like Finesse, like yeah, Finesse type like, like quarter quarter ounce or less stuff here. So yeah, uh, you know, I'm not big on cranking in the back of the boat, but like mm -hmm. sometimes there have been times where like uh, like that Fritz side is awesome and you can throw it, but they make a Fritz side Junior, it's even smaller, mm -hmm. and that thing just catches, man. Um, so I'd, I'd I'd have to stick that in my panic box. Um. <clears throat> You know, I've been catching so many more fish on a spinnerbait. I don't know why I put it up for so many years. It's going to be a chatterbait for a lot of co-anglers. That's like the most yeah. common that gets thrown behind me as a boater is a co-angler's got a chatterbait in his hand. Um, and that's been like the great equalizer of bass fishing. Oh, you don't know what to throw? Yeah, here, tie a chatterbait on. Wind it around all day long. You'll get five five bites. But, uh, yeah, I, I like like a little little spinnerbait, little compact spinnerbait. Mm -hmm. um, Mullocks has one called a water slash that I just 
caught so many good fish on, had good finishes, caught them up at Lake Cumberland in the Toyota series mm -hmm. championship last year. Uh, that took me to a top 10. And then, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what Berkeley's coming out with. Cause, um, I've been hearing rumblings. I saw some stuff at ICAST about their compact spinnerbaits coming out. Yeah. That'll, that'll be more affordable. Um, and I also think it's going to be like a bulldozer the way they're designing it, like coming through cover and stuff. So right. it's going to, it's going to be, you know, something that I can't wait to wait to try, but, um, see a little spinnerbait in there. And then of course, for the, um, for the, uh, the shaky head, mm -hmm. just straight tail worms, you know, whether that be your bottom hoppers, your trick worms, your quivers, See, I'm 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 a, I'm a quiver, I'm a quiver guy, man. That's well. I'll tell you one thing that I've been catching so many. My my top shaky head uh, worms over the last two years have been a quiver and a maxent general. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like that. There are there are. Uh, it just seems like when they, I don't know. I'm weird. Sometimes I think they want like a smaller four inch profile. Yeah. And then five inch will get a bit better. And that's when like that general comes into play. Mm -hmm. And then they might want a six inch, which I think they got a quiver for that. Um, but right. uh, I, I, I'll play with some, and I'm not afraid to throw worms that I hadn't thrown in 10 years just because it, it feels right. You know, I'm it's just, weird. yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the thing that I've always find myself like hanging on to more and more in my boat is, is plastics. And it's, they don't take up that much space. Um, I don't know. And sometimes they're just inspiring like that. Um, and, and well, and like you said, like little, little spinner baits, um, Blake power, uh, guy just won the KBBT, um, national qualifier a little bit ago in kayaks, cool. uh, air raids, uh, Jeremy Baker, who's also here makes, uh, air raid spinner baits. Cool. Phenomenal. Uh, makes spinner baits, buzz baits, um, which, I got to think a buzz bait's got to be great off the back of a boat. Um, yeah. You know what? When I've gone, I've, and it, I want to put it in my panic box. Um, I was just thinking through the South, you know, mm -hmm. I'd stick with those, those probably four things, but man, the, uh, the one time I, if you get a guy who's just hammering the trolling motor, you know, if they'll come up for it, a buzz bait's awesome because you don't have to fish it all the way back to the boat. Yeah. Buzz bait or buzz toad. Yeah. Like either. Yeah. 20 feet before because when a guy's moving fast you're losing the boat your bow is going to get created in your line the bow in your line you're only going to get a good quality presentation so like to catch fish behind somebody with the trolling motor on 10 buzz mm -hmm. baits awesome but you gotta be like i gotta throw it just past that log and i gotta come out to the tip you know and that's all i'm gonna get before i lose my angle you know yeah. and you, then you get and then you're fishing just so fast yeah. well um, they can work though that's um I was following around a guy on Rayburn earlier this year. Uh, we were practicing for the, for Hobie on Sam Rayburn, uh, Cody Milton, who's, you know, he's a hammer, yeah, legendary kayaking. I mean, guy's incredible. Um, and if you ever get the chance, any of, any of you guys, if you ever get the chance to, uh, to chase Cody around for a day, like if you're just ask him, be like, Hey man, can I come out with you today? Like he will probably say yes, because he's awesome. Um, but you got, you got to keep up. <laughs> that dude can that dude can move and he'll drag you six miles like yeah. like it's nothing in the waves. But I mean, you sit there and you you follow behind him while he's throwing a a buzz toad. 
dude, he'll wear you out. You like, like you said, you'll you'll have you'll have a five second angle uh, to to get your cast at, as you're going around him because you're one, you're busy keep trying to keep up with him. Yeah. Uh, two, that dude can he can fish, man. Like he's the first dude that I ever saw like uh, um like dirty skip a uh, a buzz bait. Like I mean, yeah. dirty skip it. Like just boosh like <laughs> like pitches it straight into the water and it still gets like yeah. 10 perfect you know little rocks Georgia, if you can't skip if you can't skip a bait more than just a jig or a texas rig i'm talking buzz bait spinner bait you mm-hmm. can't skip that thing from the front of the dock to the the back of the seawall you're already behind you know? yeah I had to learn i had to learn how to skip at an early age you know yeah and that's that's but, a that's a big one i think I mean, I think a, a lot of people that are fishing kayaks, um, that that's one of the first things that we learn because we're, sure. so, we're so low to the water. You know, it's like that's and and for people that that have not learned that skip yet, like, um, dude, do it. Like, I mean, I've got the uh, uh, what's it, the lose uh, the dock skipping reel with the uh, the Dobbins uh, DC six ten four C, which is like a little short stubby pool mm-hmm. tube of a rod, and it's just you know, absolutely brutal skipping rod. And it'll do exactly what you said. It's like, uh, it'll throw it all the way back to the seawall, uh, um, you know, or, or, or vice versa, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, being able to get up there being, I mean, accuracy has got to be huge when you're, when you're fishing behind a pro, you know, that's, uh, how, how, how much does that build your, I mean, it's, I would imagine the first couple of times it's got to actually got to kind of suck, but you know, like, um, after a while, that's got to really build your confidence, kind of just being able to feel your spots and kind of fall into that groove. Yeah. I mean, you learn to make a lot of awkward casts if you're going to, you know, I fished 40 some odd 50 co-angler events or something like in the forties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I might've hit over 50, but that's just a lot of co-angler days on the water. A lot, you know, just you get so many awkward presentations and oftentimes you get that bite, you know, you start to learn, new new tricks of the trade you know uh, i was talking to gene last friday so he got brought up and you know I, I was telling them a story about how you know my six most when i started to hit my stride in co-angler fishing i stopped tr- worrying about trying to keep up with what the boater was doing mm-hmm. and i started turning my shoulder to where i was 45 out the back of the boat you know and that way, if I started to get ahead, I never even bothered him. You know, I wouldn't even be at the parallel line. But what I started to learn was it was better for me, especially in a short casting situation, to be out that boat on a spot that the boat's already drifted by. Because what I started to learn that is that the presence of the boat makes it tougher on you especially in fishing pressure situations. There are times where they're just running around and chewing and you Mm got to take what you can in those times, but that does not happen for all day long, anywhere in the country on any day that they just bite the same way throughout the eight hours. There's always a lull. There's always tough parts of the day and you can catch them at every minute of the day. But when you start to be more stealthy you know, and realize as a co-angler, I'm better off figuring out how I can do presentations behind the motor and well behind it right even with the drift and you start to figure out how to trigger bites that way you'll be a more successful successful co-angler that doesn't necessarily translate to the front of the boat a lot Mm -hmm. you know and i don't know if it would on the kayak thing but 
you're right, man. There's a lot of, a lot of challenging angles, um, that you, that you get when it comes to cast. And, uh, you know, I started looking there at the end, there was one time where I had, uh, used a kind of kayak specific rod, uh, one day because I wanted a shorter rod and I, you know, not all kayak rods are short by any means, but it's really cool, you know, to be able to think, Hey, this might help me because I'm, I'm at a disadvantage here. So I was taking a shorter kayak rod, like a six, three, one day. And it was uh, very helpful for a, for a dock event that I fished. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it's really cool that you guys have companies that are making dedicated kayak gear. You know, I know passion's coming with a, a kayak line that I saw at ICAST that I'm actually intrigued on a couple of them for, for the front of the boat anyway. Probably but, love them. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, I mean, you start. Like, they're they're going to be great. Like, they're, they're coming out with those, I think, at the end of September, late September, wow. September. And it's a whole line so that, the you know, they've got some pretty solid guys. You know, Jody Queen. Oh, yeah. Um, is Cody with them? I can't remember. But uh, I think I know I'm, Jody is. They've got some. Uh, no, I don't think Cody is. I think. Okay. He might yeah. not. But Jody, they, Jody definitely is. And, 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 and I know, uh, yeah. Hammer and they've got some great guys helping them out over there with the yeah, guy. Cody's amazing. You know, that guy yeah. is, he's, he's like Yoda of kayak fishing. I didn't say that, Jody. You didn't hear that. I did not just call you Yoda. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jody on, on Bashy Live. Hopefully I'll oh. find up pretty soon, but we, we definitely want to start talking some kayak stuff, especially the, the guy's just been dominating, you know, it catches everybody. Yeah. Oh, he's just always there. And well, and, and the best thing about him is whenever there's something that's positive about the kayak world, you see Cody and Jody. Mm. Whenever there's something negative about the kayak world, you never see Cody and you never see Jody. Like they're never <laughs> in the drama. They're always just the shining. And I envy them for that. I envy them for their uh for their judgment and their uh their <laughs> lack of uh uh, I don't know what it is that makes us all uh, jump into into drama land over and over and over again. But those guys don't have it. They're just great, great people. You know, um, yeah. Um, I love it, man. Um, couple, couple, couple. Uh, Jeremy says drama free, sucker free. Like you, right? <laughs> the uh, all right. Let's let's hit a couple questions because I know I know I missed a couple. Um, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Baker, good friend of mine, uh, owner of Aried tackle how much research do you do before an event uh map study youtube videos etc and i'm going to add on as a co-angler okay. how do you prepare to a lake that you may not know okay so am i answering both as a boater and co-angler or just as a co-angler i would say at, at, just as a co-angler because it kind of goes with what we're talking about yeah, like sure. that's kind of the back of the boat thing a, not a ton of map study not not much at all as a boater i made tons mm -hmm. um never youtube you know a lot of the youtube information is going to give you past tournaments on that body of water and um you know that that can just lead you down some bad paths mm -hmm. uh, maybe for like a beginner though to might maybe get a feel for some baits i guess maybe um i just uh, i feel like i have already a good knowledge of anywhere in the country that i'm going to go with just being a fish head for so long you know, 20 some odd years of right. keeping up with bass fishing all over the country. 
Um, so I, I feel like I would know a little bit about the techniques that I'm, I'm going to need to, you know, to bring with me, but I watch, it's a ritual. Um, I'm, I'm always going to get a feel the night before after the meeting on what, where am I at? So I'm not rigged up until after the meeting. Mm -hmm. I can't as the guy could take you out deep. He could take you up a Creek. You could be fishing for smallmouth or largemouth, spotted bass or largemouth, you know, multi-species lakes. Um, and honestly, largemouth are just completely different offshore than they are up on the bank and back in the Creek. So, right. um, I want to know that first, if I can at least know, Hey, are you going to be off? Or are you going to be up on the bank? Now I'm always going to prepare for both because there are some of those sly dogs that don't even give you that much of information that you're doing the next day. So you always prepare for both. But if I can get a feel for the situation I'm going to be in the next day, that's going to allow me to say, okay, I'm off the bank. I'm probably going to need, you know, maybe it's a crankbait deal, swim bait deal, football jig, drop shot, you know, just whatever you're going to need. But then, then that's when I turn on Bash TV and get to rigging. I, I mean, I do not, I don't know the last time I've rigged a tournament and didn't have Bash TV, at least in the background or to the side mm -hmm. while I'm rigging. Um, it's kind of a pre-tournament ritual and there's always something yeah comes up that i forgot or was just that little bit of a nugget that might apply to the next day um and it's 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 paid some big dividends for me i mean i've got the be honest you know i've i've, I've helped put almost the entire library together so i have at least watched all of them once yeah it's plenty of them that i've watched over 20 times a, a piece um you know I can at least fish the moment when I'm not talking about technique specific or seasonal specific stuff. That one helps get me in the right frame of mind as a co-angler mm -hmm. and as a boater too. But, you know, um, that one always was a special one to me, you know, especially those tournaments where I put so much pressure on myself. You know, I, I, I was privileged enough to fish three re BFL regionals on what I consider home water as a co-angler and then one all-american you know those three of those tournaments being hartwell and one being uh, sinclair in middle georgia but you know all three of those tournaments you know i put immense pressure on myself to come out on top you know and you're talking about a field that's 160 to 180 you know boats that's the biggest one of the year you know that's in my right. opinion the regional the regional you know i've been through both of them and, and the regional's tougher than the All-American. The All-American's all mm -hmm. awesome, but it's just a 48-boat tournament. Yeah, that kind of that kind of took left the pressure off, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all the best. You still yeah. got to But those regionals, man, toughest field, man. It's, it's, it's everybody's top 40, 45 guys, 50 guys getting together, and uh, um, you got to have things go your way. And to, to come out on top in two of those was a huge blessing, but um, – and that, for whatever reason, as a co-ing, I, I typically did good, you know, a lot, a couple of times, like I, I told you, I think I was one ounce shy mm -hmm. um, from qualifying and I finished seventh in that one. And then I was one fish shy, like a pound, you know, where all your keepers in that, that place were like two pounds uh, from, <clears throat> from making the All-American. And so, 
that's as a co-angler man it's uh it's something that i do i do i do i guess i don't do a lot of map study to, to mm-hmm. answer your question because why yeah you're not in control yeah, you're not driving yeah <laughs> you know why even why even try to get an inkling of something that you're you're really wishing that guy would go fish a pocket or something and you're out dragging points all day mm-hmm. you know you're going to get in the wrong frame of mind and not and not be ready for the opportunities opportunities you know when you don't have good angles and you don't have control of the boat there you you don't know when they're coming you can't go set up and, and make it make predict it to happen you're not shining pan optics out on something, you know, you're not, you're not looking at your 360 and, and being like, Oh, they're right over there. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might get 2d sonar turned on for you. And that's right. always nice when your guy will at least give you some sonar. And I've definitely yeah. benefited from being able to drop on them and catch them. Um, fish don't really behave like that anymore for whatever reason. They've been so pressured fished and fished for like that. It's like, a lot of them have gotten smart, but, but, uh, but yeah, not a lot of map study, a lot of bash UTV. And that's not just a sales pitch. That's just yeah. that I've lived and breathed back when we weren't, you know, but, but, you know, just a, a big, great idea. You know, it's, I, I kind of have, have done the same thing, you know, uh, you know, at an Airbnb or a campsite or whatever, just kicking in a tent or rigging up or, um, but just kick it on my phone, you know, on the app. Um, and Jeremy asked you, uh, what did he say earlier? He said, can I get a hook? Can, can a brother get a hookup on that library? You know, the, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, the, 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 uh, the description's right now, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know what? We're the same price as we were with a hundred videos. Really? A deal. Oh, that's awesome. It, yeah, it's really in, worth it. In, in my, in, in my opinion, you know, if we stay at the same price, it, it gets a better and better deal every week. You it's know? pennies. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's pennies for lessons. It's yeah. just, it's, it's nothing. Best deal um, and, and, and well, like you said, it's, uh, it's, it's a great background, like kind of mood maker, you know, when you're getting ready, it's kind of great for that mindset, especially click on something that maybe you've seen before that you really dug or, um, you know, just click on somebody that you enjoy watching. You know, I was watching, uh, was it Shaw the other day and he was like talking, you know, like, like, like in a dad way, you know, you're like, Oh dude, I love this guy. You know, and he's talking about, uh, um, you know, tie, he's talking about tying Palomar knots and, and fluoro and like, man, if you don't do this, then they're going to break. And I was like, dude, I totally broke off on like two monsters <laughs> at that tournament, like two weeks ago. Like, and I was like, I was low on like red bug candy, like six, five quivers. And they, they, they ate two of them that day, you know, like, uh, because I tied a Palomar and I didn't think to Shaw, you know, like, uh, but it's those little things that'll just make you smile and laugh. Like in the, in the next tournament day, it's, it's, it's like, it's like having your dad out fishing with you, you know, that, uh, or it's like having, you know, I don't know. It's just like having a mentor there with you while you're rigging up or if nothing else, it's just comforting to listen to people that really, are enjoying fishing, you know, competitively. So it's, yeah. um, I, I, I know we're busting over an hour. I, I know you got, you got, uh, you got, no, things good, to do man. Let's go. Let's go a little while more. All right. The, uh, um, but man, this is like, 
Basu is just all you guys like literally go out there and get it. It is, it is one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. And I know that I know that everybody was scratching their heads when they were like, why, why is he getting this guy? He's a boat guy. You know, the, yeah, yeah, I got a boat guy. You know, what? I'm going to get some more boat guys. I've been telling you guys that, uh, that, that we're going to do this. You know? I was, I was all but ready to get a kayak. I had a Hobie, uh, PA 14 picked out. I was mm -hmm. going to check it out. Um, I believe my wife was, uh, talking to my buddy Charles about getting his possibly for, for a Christmas present or something. Um, and this was 2019 where I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe I just go to this kayak, go to this kayak deal that I kept seeing all these big tournaments and bigger money. And it's like, well, you know, there's some, there's some you, big money out there. Yeah. You know? I was like, this, Dumb money. this is getting cool. And then I went and won a boat, won, yeah. won, won a $50,000 boat. And, and I traded, I sold the certificate and bought my dream boat, the, the Basscat Cougar that I have. Oh God. Yes. I just, I mean, I was that close, man. I oh, was did you close. see the boat that they had at uh at Bucks Landing? Uh, the the new one, the new red one. That's uh, the Puma STS. Oh, god, that dick, boat. yeah. I'd like well, to, get it, but it's it take it's just so hard to get in a new boat right now. Let you me guys, let me. Start. It's hard to get a new kayak right now. Um, yeah, I bet. It's just the world. Um, I'm, I'm of course a Jackson guy. I'm on team Jackson. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a 2021 big rig motor guide XI five on the front of it. Um, what, and I want to kind of, cause we've talked about Ike and a Hobie. You were just talking about a Hobie. One of the, one of the questions that I get asked the most is what about this boat? What about that boat? How do I pick the right boat? Uh, Robert says links, if he gets back into it, another, another healthy choice. <laughs> Um, so, uh, picking a kayak, um, get out and paddle some, man. It's like a boat, you know, it's like, uh, there are so many great brands. There are so many great boats out there right now. And, um, the technology that goes into these things that the hulls, the drive systems, the, the, the rudders, just the functionality of them are all so crazy cool, you know, um, and I know that there wasn't a lot of, uh, I mean, I, Ike, of course, launched his boat, which which was, I mean, love it or hate it, you got to respect it. You know, it's like you see those, you see those teeth on the front of that thing, it just screams Ike, you know, and it's like, uh, I won't. you know what, there was, uh, yeah, Chris Downer, she said the uh, uh, Old Town MK, Blake Motor Guider, Minkota, exactly, same thing. You know, it's, it's there's so many different things to, to check out. Um one of the things that I encourage people to do when they're looking into kayaking is go kind of do some, uh, some, some local tournaments, some little regional stuff. Uh, because you get out there like, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy and I, Jamie, who was on earlier, we're all on the board of Northeast Texas, uh, kayak bass league, like kind of we're out and, you know, from Caddo to Lake Fork to Rayburn yeah. and kind of, you know, over to Athens kind of around in that region there's a lot of us and between all of us and all the guys that come out and guys and gals that come out and fish with us. Um, we've got a lot of different boats and, you know, we're going to start doing like meet and greets and kind of fun days and stuff. Now that it's going to start cooling off yeah. um, and get out and paddle some boats, man. Like just go have fun. Um, and yeah, there's uh Blake. <laughs> 
Dude, he goes, I've seen the ads and kind of brushed them off, but you guys are kind of making me think about checking into Bass U. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Bless you. and if you're if you're <laughs> serious about, you know, trying to get better, you know, the culture over at Bass U, U that we've established, man, like, that's all we – that's what we're trying to do is yeah. put out continuous content that's going to help you speed, you know, shorten the gap in between you – catching your personal best in between you going and, and catching your get, being more consistent in tournaments or, or whatever it is you're trying to do. You know, that's, 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 it's genuine. You know, that's what this we're about. Right there on my phone. Like, yeah. like literally like one touch, you know, and totally it's like up to the customer experience year. last year with that. Yeah. App. Yep. It's that the app was, when they when they went to the app, that was it. Like I was just like, dude, you're like you're never getting rid of me. I mean, it was dope. It was dope on the laptop or the iPad or whatever, you know, but uh, <laughs> in the browser based system. But when they went up to the app, it keeps track of all your your watched videos. Kind of gives you some recommendeds. It tracks your progress through the courses. It actually like assigns you like uh, you know like freshman, sophomore, you know, like stuff like yeah. that. Um, but. Dude, it's so easy to navigate. There's always something great. You can look up by angler. You can look up by uh, by technique. You can look up by season. You can look up by, I mean, the sky's the limit. You can just punch it in there and just look it up and you can find some great stuff. And they and the anglers on there, like, I mean, I've had I've had other apps. And like I said at the beginning of this, man, like, like this isn't a commercial for for Bass U, but I kind of wanted it to be, you know, because I'm not, I'm not. I mean, as, as handsome as, as, as my man here is, I ain't in bed with him, you know, like, uh, um, it is, it is just a great resource. And I mean, you're talking like, I mean, all your favorites, man, you got Ike, you guys got, you know, Jared Linder, you've got John Cruz, you've got ish. Oh man. There's, there's so many great ish videos on there. Yeah. KBD, uh, Gerald Swindle. Yeah. Yeah, man's on there. We got over a hundred anglers. I think it's like 110, 115. Yeah, Lee Livesey's on there. Uh, oh, yeah. Caleb, dude, it's just it's packed. It's it's literally like the who's who um, of of professional bass fishing, and you know all techniques aside, you know it's like if I sit there and I watch, you know, uh, Jared Linder punch grass all day long which is a great video by the way look it up you know um what it, outside of like what uh what robert mentioned earlier outside of just kind of like things that we're already used to because we fish out of kayaks you know just the balancing and the standing yeah. the, the the ergonomics of it but the technique of punching is punching you know the technique of flipping is flipping right um it it, it all translates to your boat you know, and w with the promise of, um, you know, moving into some kayak stuff in the future, dude, Ike is so far in, in Bass U that I don't think he would let them. I think they would probably lose Ike. <laughs> you know, like if they said, now we're not going to do anything kayak, he'd go like, oh. Yeah, I hope not. And I, I <laughs> really close. I think we're getting really close. Awesome, man. Uh, let me look up. See, there's one. There's one more question that I wanted you to answer. Where was it? Oh, Jeremy, um, how do you deal with the pressure, not only from the event but the pressure on yourself? 
always a great question for anybody. Well, in the All-American, I put so much pressure because I was kind of one of the only guys who lived kind of close to Hartwell and had a, had the track record there, you know, winning mm-hmm. a couple big ones over there already. Um, yeah, I threw up every morning of that tournament. I, I oh, had, wow. I had to puke to calm my nerves. <laughs> That's the only time that, that <laughs> never happened. But I wanted that All-American so bad. Um, uh, but uh, – but no, man, dealing with the with the pressure on yourself out there um, in game day. I mean, dude, I'm a man of cliches. And if you're too cool for t- cliches, then, you know, whatever. You're going to have to find it a, a, a different way. But, like, staying in the moment and fishing the moment, um, you know, and, and, and watching that Bash TV stuff, like, and having it help reinforce some, you know, lessons and stuff. Like, so, you know, whether it's fish the moment or like I've always taken uh, like in big time summer events and stuff. um, And we got a class on this, but Ike's uh, deeper, thicker current just Mm -hmm. to kind of remember, you know, if I'm, if things are going bad, that's one of three things that maybe I can find in front of me. Um, But always next fish, man, one fish, you're out there to catch one. Yeah catch that one you're back out there to catch one catch another yeah you know and uh that's kind of how 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 it helps me it's hard to explain you know and i think there's probably got to be a ton of anglers that are like this but man i just get so locked in focused on the presentation of that one cast um that you just always got to be ready but you know, I, I, it's almost like a ferocious, intense focus. It's never taken it for granted. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it cast to cast. It's is when that, putting that, the same intensity, the same more. drive into every single yeah. flip, every single cast, the yeah. placement, you know, like the, uh, the, the pride in doing it right. The, the, yeah. the, you know, the, the, the self, uh, let's see, flagellation for, pitching it wrong you know like uh getting mad at yourself you know but uh don't get surprised but just go out there and and what are you what are you doing it for to enjoy it man. just freaking love every second of it love love the pain love the process and just understand that dude even if you've got zero that tournament can be won in the last 30 minutes i've done it yeah i I, I just won it in the last 30 seconds yeah you know, it was one cat. That's not the first time that's happened to him. That's uh, old no. of that. That ha- that happens more often than not. Yeah, that's old. Where the guy that uh, I I always tell people, um, and I don't even remember who I heard it from, <laughs> <laughs> was was thirty minutes. My alarm goes off. Five minutes, my alarm goes off again, and so I know, dude, it's time to make things happen. When that five minute alarm goes off. It's pick up whatever's your favorite rod that's rigged up at that time and find something to throw it at and do it with purpose and do it with speed and do it with agility and do it with pure focus and and love for what you're doing and try and make that buzzer shot. Because you know what? One of these days, you're going to do it. And it's going to be the coolest day of your life. And I hope your GoPro's on and on full battery and it catches that shit at 4K, man. Like, I hope it's just like the greatest day of your life. Um, so one, one last question, because I already know the answer to this one too. 
Uh, Levis, uh, does Bashu subscription cover total access or their additional fees for further information? I have never seen an additional fee for anything on Bashu. No, total access to the library. Um, you yeah. Our member benefit section is loaded. Um, you know, gosh, it pays it pays for itself. It really does, right? And then some, the member yeah. benefits. I mean, if you're gonna buy, if you're buying tackle and you're not a part of Bashu and using some of these benefits or um, you know, you get 25% off gills, you get, uh, 30% off missile baits. You get, uh, uh, you know, every now and then we'll, we'll do like a once or twice a year. I think it's twice a year. Once a, once a, you know, half year, uh, tackle warehouse, uh, deal, you know, for, yeah. our guys. um, there is. Well, and a lot of you guys out there check, check uh, with the sponsors that you have, because a lot of those sponsors, have deals with with uh with bass you i know that that the one thing that clinched my first subscription was uh was i got picked up by uh by liquid mayhem and you know they had a a, a pro staff deal where they caught you a little bit off you know so check with yeah. those guys yeah and the rapala vip is a big popular mm -hmm. thing. you know it's like 40 it's like 40 percent off all it's a lot yeah Rapala, yeah. All, everything storm um yeah like Rapala's everything line, you know uh and it you just, guys can go out and apply for that stuff like like i just i did that like i don't know maybe three or four months ago and and that's huge that's a lot of money yeah so you get that and then you get uh 40 off flambo so mm -hmm. trying to trying to cover not just tackle trying to get you a to z out on the water you know apparel with gills rods with cash and rods mm -hmm. um, you know the rapala vip covers basically yep. every everything and then you got missile baits and um gosh there's like a list of 10 there's a bunch yeah um but it's, it's just a great program man and, and, and it's uh um dude levis i like i know you i built a boat for you i would tell you go get bass you and if you don't like it I'll take your first year subscription off of whatever boat I built for you next. <laughs> I'll back it that much. That's like, I had my restaurant. I had a guy tell me, Oh man, I, nobody can't, nobody cook a steak better than me. And I'm like, if you don't think that mine's better than yours, I'll buy it. And he paid for that steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks one time. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, uh, yeah, for reals or some, yeah. Somebody that can lie with a good poker face. The, uh, yeah, man. Um, Dude, um, I appreciate you so I thank you so much for coming on. Like um being new at this uh live streaming and podcasting and fishing, you know, it's like uh as soon as I tripped across your page and realized who you were, I was like, Oh my god, that's a guy. I watch him all the time, you know. Um <laughs> so to ha to have you on, I mean, this is my fifth episode, you know. Yeah. So it's uh I feel honored, man. I I'm having so much fun and opportunity to talk bass fishing, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. But I would love to have you back sometime, um, especially as, as as the viewership grows and we keep doing this. Um, and I mean, everything's up for you guys that are just just finding it. Everything's up on like Spotify and you know all the all the uh, all the podcasting things now. Like as soon as we get done, it'll it takes a little bit for it to upload. It's on my YouTube. If you look for either Lance McCorder or Billy Bones uh, Custom Kayaks, you can find it on YouTube. Um, before we take it out, what was your favorite question tonight? Gotta be the, 
was it a question from you or a question from the viewers about um, my my packing? Or did it did that even get asked? That's the okay. gear? No, that was me. Yeah, the gear. Me no. talking about gear. Like, no, I, I, I can't win the catch board. That's you know, I, I really, I really am. I'll say this again to the co-anglers, man. Just stuffing as much as you can possibly get into a tackle bag. You know, don't get in the guy's way. No. But like, I like to have – if I think there's a possibility that this could come into play, it's going. It's coming with me somehow, somewhat. Nice. And that's uh, – you know, those missile bags, they made they made the world go around for me in the, the last, you know, couple – season and a half or so, or how, however yeah. long they've been out. So. Well, man, I want it then. well man come back and see me um let's uh let's do this again um anybody that you want to give a shout out to before we go any any uh Um, shout out to pete the dean of the bass university the guy is on an absolute tear uh we've had kind of a winning culture um, around Bash University, of course, it starts with our fearless one of our fearless leaders alongside Pete with Mike Iconelli. Guy, mm-hmm. guy wins, you know. Um, but uh, but you know, me and me and Rich Ledbeater, Riz, who's also on our show, we've had a lot of success over the past year or two. And um, and Pete was kind of taking a break there a little bit, um, and then got back to tournament fishing again last fall after a brief hiatus. And ever since, man, he's just dropping top 10, top 15 finishes on Toyota series, BFL level. And the uh, fire and the passion that we're seeing from our guy, Pete Glusek over at Bash University right now um, is contagious. It's it's so motivating. And I'm like in the off season, you know, in the summer, and Mm -hmm. he just reeled off four straight two well, like a Toyota series, two BFLs, and and uh, the Oneida Bass Open, he's leading the BFL uh, Angler of the Year standings with one tournament to go um, by like fifty points. Man, you know? so he's awesome. just he's on fire. And dude, when the when the guy who who leads the charge is on fire, because we all support each other competitively. Yeah. yeah, totally. Our culture at Bass U. Yeah, pack. We're in we're in each other's corner. You know, we're rooting yeah. for each other all the time. So, but when it's your your lead dog doing it, you know, and and literally Ike went in the kayak derb, uh, right right after, and he had a great finish. He got fourth at Oneida. So like, yeah, our our guys at the top, man, they're they're freaking catching them right now, and it makes me want to get out there and and, yeah. and get back to it, man. Same, I'm exactly the same. I'm looking forward to. Uh... Uh, I think my next one is uh, Kentucky Lake at beginning of September. And then it's the national championship uh, on Caddo Lake wow. uh, right here in East Texas, baby. My, my spot. I've always wanted to go to Caddo. Oh of- man. It's that is, that is one that you need to see from a kayak. So whenever you can make it out, let me know. We've got dinner at the restaurant and, uh, and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do a Caddo trip in the X. That'd be a gas. Uh, You really dig it. It's like, it's like Jurassic park, man. It's like at any second, you're just waiting for like some big giant, just thing to walk out of the trees. It's incredible. That's awesome. Um, But yeah, man, thank you so, so very much. And uh, let's stay in touch. Let's do this again. Everybody out there in, uh, in, in, in La La land, man. Thank you guys so much for watching. We had some 
we had some good we had some good good folks up in there tonight we uh everything's been going everything's been growing so thanks for sticking with me thanks for giving a guy a chance never stop learning never stop hustling uh my sponsors i've been i've been promising myself i'm going to do this uh my sponsors for the tonight bass mafia power pole uh two companies that really help me when i'm out on the trail their gear is awesome so go check them out because they'll change your life uh bass you go sign up tell them that lance mccorder sent you and tell them to do some kayak shit <laughs> you all got right y'all have a great night